0: oh
1: no oh, there you are i was almost like falling asleep here i was like <laughs> not, i don't know what to do
0: <laughs> yeah the, the twins woke up and we're we're trying to change their feeding schedule and they aren't wanting us to treat change their feeding schedule uh. so we, were eight and we were trying to change our feeding schedule an hour earlier and then <laughs> 11 and they very clearly weren't going to make it two and a half more hours
1: gotcha yeah I don't like it when people change my feeding
0: schedule either yeah same
1: so you did three 12s are you still doing that or no
0: no no that, uh, that didn't last uh, didn't last super long the first week of it was uh was pretty rough i think i was mentally prepared for 12 hours of dentistry yeah that's Um, that's a
1: lot of dentistry
0: and it was really surprising to me you know i've always heard like if you have extended hours like it's a good way to differentiate yourself having extended hours either those early morning hours or or those you know after work hours and it Mm -hmm. was amazing how honestly during the day we were able to squeeze the same or we were able to squeeze, you know, a day and a half worth of dentistry into that eight to five slot. But Mm -hmm. that seven to eight and that five to seven, those five to seven slots were like, they were pretty hard to get patients to come in for. Um, so that was, that was very, that was a little surprising to me in our, in our, uh, little adventure that we did.
1: Yeah. I have one day a week where I'm open to seven and it's like, it's a very particular type of person. Like now that we've been doing it a while, there's just certain people that it's like, I have to have over five and we're like, okay, Thursday, that's the only day we do that.
2: Yeah. Um, But it was
0: like, we called all of our patients that are like, I have to have four o'clock. And so they called like those patients who were like, I have to have after four because of work. And I was like, do you want to come in at six? And they're like, no. It was like, well, Look at it. so you give us literally an hour window to make whatever treatment you need fit into so um yeah it was hit- so, so the first week was really rough the second week um i think i kind of settled into it and i actually liked it the second week because i had a true five-day weekend afterwards yeah so that sounds was, that's not bad that was pretty cool
1: but. We have it's funny you say like the like they only give you this hour window. We have this one one patient that he demands to be seen at 3 30 exactly because he gets off work at 3 and he wants to run home and like change before coming in. But if we wait till four, he'll already be drunk.
0: Oh. Okay. So
1: it's like all right, three three thirty it is, I suppose. <laughs> Oh, I had this. I had the weirdest fucking thing, dude. I had a guy kick off his shoe in a fit of something today during a procedure, and I still don't know. Like, it could have been extreme agitation. It could have been he was so happy he decided to fling his shoe into the air. I have no fucking idea.
0: <laughs> no idea on.
1: why he did it. He just did it. Well, yeah. Like I was, uh, we were just, uh, we were taking an impression for a new lower. I'd placed implants, like. I don't know, four months ago or something like that. So I'd taken out his healing abutments. I I had a locator in his mouth and I just had my finger on it. And uh, we didn't have the locator driver in the room. So my assistant was going to get it. And then he started like trying to like violently lick the locator that's just like sitting in the socket. And I was like, whoa, don't, don't, don't do that. And then he started like trying to swallow. And I was like, whoa, ah. I was like, don't swallow this abutment cuz I ordered it for you. I'm switching away from this implant system. I don't want to order another one. So then I was like, I was like, "Hold on." And I just like took it out of his mouth, and as I'm taking it out of his mouth, he just violently flicked his fucking crock at the ceiling. Okay. Uh, and and I was like, "Are you okay? Did that hurt you? Like what's going on?" And he would not answer any questions about what had happened. Okay. <laughs> It's <laughs> the
0: weirdest fucking thing ever like I don't know what to do.
3: Did
1: you look for a wet spot?
0: Yeah, maybe he shoot himself. I don't know. Oh uh, I was going the other direction.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. So it's nice to be back to a normal work work week. It's uh amazing how productive we're being we're gonna we'll see if it if it continues but um so this is not being September for you no no it was suck july and suck august uh mostly because you know i worked seven days in july and i worked uh, <laughs> that'll do it you know two weeks in august so you know that kind of sucked made it made it suck nice. but yeah we're on we're on pace for for a good year Okay, good, good.
1: Yeah, we're we're having a little bit of a slowdown for September. Just a lot of cancellations, no shows, different things. So I'm, I feel like I'm really having to scrape to fill the schedule a little bit. But it usually picks back up in October, pretty regular. So I'm not too worried. Yeah, but it's uh, um, it's you know, it's annoying.
0: It's usually I, I've noticed here, um, in in my specific area, it's uh. What is it? It's like February and August, or, or February and September. Are normally the low months, slow months. Mm-hmm. Uh, here it's a month off. It's like March and October. For yeah. whatever, I don't That's know. What... It's like October.
1: I feel like people like want to get shit done because it's before the holidays. And then December, December yeah, it is kind of weird because
0: yeah, it's
1: slower, but there's enough people trying to use up benefits that it's still usually mm-hmm. pretty good.
0: Yeah, and it's like a mad rush to get everything done.
1: Yeah, is uh, Julia
0: back at work? No, she doesn't go back. Uh, so she got a, a sweet deal. She got eight weeks off for having a C-section, and then she got 12 weeks of maternity leave. So she had oh. 20 weeks off. So she doesn't go back till like, right after Thanksgiving. Badass. Yeah, so that's been nice. I mean, she's been being a rock star and... She had her first solo week with the babes last week. And, um, you know, grandmas have been coming over and helping. But I like came home today and dinner was made and the house was clean. And it was like, this is awesome. All right.
3: Yeah. i yeah,
0: definitely wasn't expecting that. And she actually came out to the practice today with with the twins. And they got to hang out at the practice and eat lunch. And everyone got to see them. And so it was pretty cool. Yeah. Staff nice. are My.
1: you uh, are you gonna pay him for that
0: pay the the twins yeah <laughs> for their celebrity appearance
1: exactly i mean you got <laughs> you pay them whatever the the lowest tax bracket of
0: wages is <laughs> i don't think i can start that yet <laughs> <laughs> but yeah someday it's also hard, like, you know, I'm kind of at this point where I'm, I'm ready for another doctor and I'm, I'm not opposed to, you know, selling some equity in the practice if I can find the right person. Uh, nice.
1: I already have a job, but I appreciate the offer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, uh, it's hard. I'm like kind of trying to keep the books relatively clean. Mm-hmm. and not muddy it up with a bunch of that stuff. Cause like, how am I going to yeah. like, that's like solo practitioner, always going to be solo practitioner. Yeah. 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 Stuff like your, your wife is your accountant and your sister's your yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't really know how to make all that work. I just have this
1: really good thing where I just do what my accountant tells me to do. Yeah. So I like call him and I was like, dude, we're due, you know, in, a, in a December. And he's like, awesome. I was like, do I need to do anything? And he's like, just take a bunch of time off and support Caitlin. I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> Thank <I> can... you. <laughs> that's cool. How long are you going to take off?
1: Uh, so we actually, uh, we just got locked up. I've got a guy that's going to come in and he's going to cover, um, uh, He's going to be there December and the first half of January. Nice. Now, am I going to take a straight six weeks off? Probably not because there's a a number of things he doesn't do, but I probably, especially like once the baby comes, I won't work any full days probably until uh, after he leaves, but I might have to go into like no one else really does Invisalign and I can't just like peace out on all all my ortho cases for six weeks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you can line those up, you know.
1: Oh yeah, come in a day and kind of check mm-hmm. scans and do yeah. button removal or whatever the other bullshit I have to do. So it shouldn't be a big deal. Yeah, and he's uh, someone that's actually worked for me before, and our treatment planning philosophy is very similar. Which oh, I'm so excited that he's he's able to cover me because it's it's a nightmare when you're like, well, I guess I'll do this filling. Yeah, someone told you it was a good idea. Yeah.
0: yeah, it yeah. scares me. I used to run into that one. I would temp at other practices, or not temp, but I I worked there. But I mean, I would just show up. I like wouldn't do any of the diagnosis, and I'd like look and be like, "Why are we doing a crown here? Like, I see what your diagnosis is, but I don't see what you saw. But like, also, I guess I'm doing this crown because I can't." Like walk in here and be like, nah, you don't need that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, and it's if it's it's tricky on that stuff. Because if it's just like, oh, someone saw this as a two-surface filling and it's a three-surface, it's like, yeah, hey, there's some decay here, or whatever, I'm going to take it out, put the filling in, we'll just charge you for the two-surface. But it's like going from a filling to a crown or a crown to a filling or, you yeah. know, like, mm, maybe we should have... Put a pulp cap on this at minimum, you
0: know, <laughs> those different things.
3: So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you've been doing a lot of recently? Um,
1: I would say I've been doing a lot of endo, but it's nowhere near like your amount of endo.
0: <laughs> but I'm doing a fair bit of it, which yeah. I like endo. So it, uh, I've
1: been happy I mind
0: about it. that. I don't mind it. It's, it's getting a little... It's always a different challenge, but it's getting a little, it's getting a little overwhelming because I'm definitely pushing myself on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've definitely been doing some, some really hard ones lately, and I, uh, it seems like it seems like I've had a lot of weird post-op stuff lately. I don't know if it's just something in the air. Like, what do you mean? I had a patient that like uh 31 need to be extracted broke off at the gum line he was told three years ago it needed to be extracted it was treatment mm-hmm. planned in our like in our software and so he comes in like really routine extraction mm-hmm. no i mean it was it was tough because it was a endo tooth that broke the whole way down but like sure outside of that like there was no gigantic infection there was no like nothing for me to be concerned about dude comes in the next day his face is like a softball and i was like what happened like so put him on antibiotics and like swelling starts moving down the side of his neck and i was like what like where did this come from like there was no real reason for this to happen, finally, like, by, that was on, like, we took it out on Wednesday, I think, and by Sunday, the swelling was starting to go down. And then I saw him this week, and he was fine. But it was just like, why? And then I had a patient that came in super hot, same to super hot, number 31. I did an MO in March and told her it was probably going to need a root canal. Um, so she comes in super hot, a little bit swollen, can't really open super wide. So I... We opened it and I got through a fair amount of the, the root canal. Same thing the next day, just huge. Didn't tolerate any of the antibiotics I gave her. And I'm like, I don't really, I'm like what do I do now? She's been like super weird stuff like that, like one after the other. Like I understand the end though. Like obviously we were down there poking poking the bear, like that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you think it was like like a hypochlorite
1: reaction or something? Well those are no, usually more that's acute instant.
0: Yeah, and that's yeah. instant. Um yeah. that like uh sodium hypochlorite uh exposure which I've had um instantly reverses your anesthetic. Um which is the weirdest thing ever. Um I've only ever had small ones. I've never had any like the big ones that you see, but like be in there rinsing, and the patient would be like, ow, oh, that really hurts!" And it's like, "Oh, crap!" Like, we're done with your root canal. There's no reason for this to hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other than you just got a little bit of bleach in your bones, <clears throat> super white bones. Um. Yeah. Lots of endo living how
1: yeah, uh you place oh, many implants
0: uh i haven't done a ton i did one um so i had to institute a new no cell phone rule at the office mm-hmm. um because we were getting a little out of control so i didn't i didn't get to send a picture of the one i did this week um i feel like i've been at this practice long enough you're
1: obeying like, your no cell phone rule
0: yeah We'd yeah. by example paul
1: yeah, oh, my example is I play on my phone, <laughs> and you were. As so long as we get our shit done,
0: everyone else can play on their phone too. Yeah, see, that's the problem is we like weren't getting our shit done. Like, uh, yeah, I had assistants there that until five forty-five writing notes. That like, there's three of them. Like, we're not we're busy, but like we're not that busy. Like, you can write your notes throughout the day. Yeah, and yeah. um. Yeah. I like went through this period where like all of my employees complained about all of my other employees and it was like, so I had to make some changes. Um, so we put in a formal way for me to write people up if they're not doing their job. And like, we instituted no cell phone rule. And like, I had to start being your mean boss that I never wanted to be. And I told them that I was like, I never wanted to be this boss, but you guys are making me be this boss. So You know, we're going to have a little more structure. And I think that went over mostly okay. I don't really know. Well, mostly okay is better than terrible. Yeah. I mean, they all, I I think the changes that I made were changes that were asked for from employees. They are like, you know, they'd hint like, if I was seeing this, I would write this person up. And I'm like, okay, I don't have a way to write people up. And also, I'm not seeing what you're seeing because... You know, when you walk around the corner, people are magically working, even yeah, though they haven't yeah. been working for an hour. So, um, yeah. So, it's interesting. We'll see if anyone anyone leaves because of the changes, but, I, like, I don't feel like they're that drastic. Like, if you just do your job and, like, do the job that you're hired to do, then, like, none of this applies to you.
1: Sure. I mean, that like, makes sense.
0: If you don't do your job, then we're going to have a discussion about it. That's essentially all this is.
1: Yeah. I feel like a lot of that stuff, minus the like notes getting done late, it's like it's directly to, proportional to how busy you are. It's like, if you're busy enough that no one has time to fuck around on the phone, then it's... You know,
0: yeah. I mean, and that's the issue. thing. Like When I only have two assistants, like I have one assistant on... Uh, vacation this week like when i only have two assistants they are really busy all day but when i have three assistants like i'm really busy all day but they have a lot of downtime and i did that on purpose because i want them to have i'd rather pay another assistant to be there and have them be happy because their job isn't stressful you know what i mean or like more stressful than it needs to be
1: yeah i feel Uh, like A lot of times when I have that extra assistant there, it gets even more busy because I'm like, well, I got this extra person. So I'm going to start this crown over here and I'm going to start these extractions over there. And suddenly like they're, they're telling me like, you got to stop doing that. We don't even have instruments right now. Yeah. I'm like, just give me, give me a burr. I'll spin it in my fingers.
0: (laughs) I try and do that. My front office is really good at it. Cause I, you know, we're, I think we're a lot the same way. Like we don't say no to things when they're in the chair Mm -hmm. and it's like, Hey, you have a couple other fillings in the squadron. Do you just want to do those too? I know you only scheduled for one today, but like, do you want to do those as well? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. Um, and so they're good at seeing those spots in the schedule and like trying to limit me, Mm -hmm. um, so that I don't get super behind because I'll just say yes to everything. And then, be super buying and then everybody's mad because I'm have three hygienists that have all been waiting for 15 minutes and two other patients. And I'm still working on an extraction. (laughs) So, but yeah, I don't know. Being a boss is hard. I think that's the hardest part of everything.
1: Yeah. I try to have my, my stuff. Did you read, um, what was the Jocko book? Uh, Fuck. Uh,
0: Extreme uh, something. Ownership. Extreme ownership. Yeah. Do you read that?
2: Yeah.
0: It's been a while. I should probably re-listen to it. Yeah.
1: Actually, you know, listening to that book is way better than reading it. Because he has, like, like, the Ron Burgundy voice. like, I'm just growing hair on my chest from listening to him.
0: It sounds like Batman's reading you a bedtime story. It's true. It's true. But
1: he has a, a bit in there about, like, you can only effectively lead, like, Four people and they kind yeah. of talking about like the military and fire teams and shit like that but it's like i try to really have that it's like my om like a point person for and i kind of have a point da for one type of thing and a point da for like a different type of thing you know like that type of thing um and just having those little things and letting the it disseminate and trusting yeah. that it'll those people will will do the jobs to disseminate it and i think that keeps me uh from losing my sanity a lot,
0: yeah. See, the problem is that, like, I have one DA that's like really gung ho, mm-hmm. and the other ones are just kind of meh. So it's like, I love them, they're great chair side, but they don't necessarily show the initiative to get that kind of like to have that role, and I like they're great workers. So I don't want to say they're lazy, but like, they just aren't, they aren't that dedicated to the job where I could be like, Hey, you're in charge of this now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then a lot of it does fall back on me and you know, the hygienists for the most part, they run themselves. Yeah. Right. Like I don't have to do a whole lot there. They pretty much they're providers too. They, I give them the respect that they need and they do their stuff. Um, so it's really, I mean, I'm really only leading five. Yeah. But then I got to lead me too, which is also like four people. So,
1: yeah, I hear that. It took a long, <laughs> long fucking time, but like I have four DAs that are fucking badass. Yeah. And that, that helps a lot. Um, which for the longest time, it was like, you know, it's like I have three DAs that are awesome and one that's
3: kind of, me-
1: and then it's like now, like everyone's really good and they're also like, really good at different things which is it's just so nice when you have somebody that's like it's like you're you're the fucking expert at this type of thing you're the fucking expert you know how to do this so it's like when you see certain things on the schedule it's like you can triage it and it's like hey i want you over here let's schedule this on a day when such and such is here so just it it really really helps
0: yeah and i think that's that's part of the. I mean, that's definitely one of the big differences between, you know, your, your, um, your practice. What's the word I want? Uh, model. Model. There you go. Yeah, that was no. it. <laughs> hey. Um, your good your practice it. model and mine is that you know you have a lot of that opportunity for internal training, and mm-hmm. and you know, a little bit like definitely more marketing, like employees in my area are super tough. And I think I've talked about this before, but employees in my area are super tough. So like none of my assistants are EFTA, mm. um, which if you're not in Oregon, that's expanded functions. Um, yeah. Yeah. Two of my yeah, that's, assistants. That's
1: a good point. Cause like all of mine are.
0: Yeah. Two of my assistants a year ago or two years ago, weren't even assistants. Like they're just off the street. Um, not literally, uh, one of them worked front desk and they moved her to the back before I bought it. And I inherited her as an assistant. She'd been an assistant for like six months and learned everything chair said. Um, and then the other one I hired had zero dental assisting experience. So you know, it's, it's a little bit of a different, it's harder to, and it's still that in them because they don't really know what they like they never went to school they don't know that they really love doing soft relines, or that they're really good at whatever you know they're really good at adjusting dentures like they kind of just all do it all and for the (laughs) most part they're good at what they do but it's like there's definitely opportunity for training them but it's finding the time to do it properly you know Like we just got a trios, and I'm trying to get them to do all of the scans and the prep because, like, they can do everything before I get there. They can I know do the bike. it's they it's can so do funny. The opposing arch, and so did I you like,
1: have uh Did you have iTero previously? Or I know I did not. Oh uh, well, it's it's funny because like the way the iTero was set, it was very similar to like the Seraph we had in school. Like, there's its own special fucking prep scan. And it's like the final impression. So I'd have to do this with this one little scan, but now on the trios for those restorative scans, it's like, nah, bro, you could just scan everything. And I'll yeah, come in and stare at it.
0: You could literally scan everything because technically they can't scan the prep. Technically you have mm-hmm. to scan the prep because it's the final impression of the prep, but they could literally scan both arches, scan a bite. You could walk in, delete the data for the whatever crown you just did, rescan mm-hmm. that area and you're done. Yeah. But it's like so I keep telling them, I'm like, you like while you're waiting for me after we do anesthetic, or like if you're waiting for me before anesthetic, like pick up the scanner and scan it. The worst thing that's gonna happen is we're gonna delete it because it was bad. But yeah, if you the, the, the,
1: the trios four.
0: Yeah, with the trios four, it's pretty hard to do a bad scan. It but is impossible to do a bad scan. So it's like just pick that up and do it, and then you're like you're doing something while the patient's sitting there and like we've only been using it for two weeks and i like walk in and like the computer's not even on i'm like mm. okay <laughs> okay like really glad we had this discussion i don't yeah, mind sca- i don't i don't mind scanning but
1: the and the trios is is so nice like it going so through, nice. it's just amazing like going from you know the iTero to the trios it's like Wow, this is so much smaller and sleeker. And it's like I wave it over something and it scans it. Not yeah. like I'm gonna fucking sit here for a minute <laughs> trying to get the distal of this fucking thing.
0: Yeah, no, I'm. Where's I'm, that
1: M M&M and M powder to
0: spray on the tooth? Is that still a fucking thing? <laughs> titanium
1: oxide, stat.
0: I uh, the M M&M and M powder. I uh, yeah, I'm I'm super super happy with the the trios so i'm really glad that i just sucked it up and made that investment i haven't really you know because we've only been using it two weeks i should start delivering crowns like next week from my it's, first scans so
1: yeah i i like I'm, j- I'm just hitting that point it sounds like we've got a uh got it pretty much the same do you have the app on uh, your no. phone or is that oh uh, it's crazy because i have a like we scan it, I put it in, and then it goes into my um, uh, a queue thing in my phone. So like, if mm-hmm. the lab has a question on it, I can just like communicate with the lab on it.
0: That's cool. Super yeah. cool. I can probably I can probably do all that stuff. I'm sure. Um, but like, also, I'm I'm think I'm supposed to sign up for training, and mm. I definitely haven't done that. So, I just
1: I just realized in talking about that that I didn't fucking approve of partial scan that I was supposed to do before
0: I left. So yeah, I that's can wait till morning. Um, yeah, yeah. I really wanted. I've been trying to talk to the lab that I use for partials and dentures and all that stuff, and I'd like to start scanning all of that. But
1: oh yeah, especially with the way it picks up soft tissue, is so nice.
0: Yeah, I need mean, to. Uh, I need to talk with them. That's on my list of things.
1: Yeah, we should send this to Trios and be like, you should give us stuff. We're talking about your product on
0: our podcast. <laughs> give me the dongles that Paul has in every room so I can just carry my scanner from room to room.
1: Yeah, yeah. The,
0: our dongle action,
1: on point. Except every now and then our fucking, our internet sucks, so our server will hiccup, and then mm. it's like you have to restart the program.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's and funny.
1: It, it can only handle the program being on in three operatories. Mm -hmm. So if like you forget to log out somewhere and if someone opens the fourth, it'll kick off the first. There's some, there's some things we're still learning with it, but
0: yeah, well, I only have three computers that it'd be on. So I don't have 14 operatories. Have you, uh, have
1: you done any implant scan bodies with it yet?
0: Uh-oh! No, I messed up. I tried to get some scam bodies, um, and I had an impression yesterday on number nineteen, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, i have never really been all that happy with my tissue management. Like my my not my tissue management. That sounds it doesn't really make
1: you want to kick off your shoe in a fit of joy.
0: It doesn't but like when I take my healing abutments off or my healing collars off, whatever you want to call them, um, I like never loved my contours. And I finally yesterday had one that I took it off and I was like, that is going to be perfect. Like that is going to, like I could not literally have done better there. I was pretty stoked about it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I just
1: switched to this, uh, this lab that they make their own scan body Hmm. and since i've started using them like in their scan body like my results have been just so good Hmm. It's like all right well i mean when you do enough of them that you make your own products to make it better i guess you know what the fuck you're doing
3: yeah oh
1: jesus (laughs) i didn't know this little dog was in this room wiggled his head and flapped its ears scared the shit out of me hi mickey
0: um, so I do have a, an I I don't know if it's an ethical question. Uh,
1: I used to run an ethical society. I'm here to help you
0: <laughs> for something that, that has come up, um, recently ad- adjacent to me. It's not, I'm not, not directly involved. Um, and I'll leave names out for anonymity, but, um, okay, okay. so. Um, is Wen still practice near you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: leave games out. Does Wen still practice with you?
0: Um no, I
1: think he's, he does. Uh he's, John John he's gonna, Lee, I think, moved back to Portland. So he doesn't practice down here anymore. But, but Wen, Wen's when he's still
0: down here. Wen does. Okay. So we'll we'll use let us use John because I like I like John. I, I think John has Good morals and values. <laughs> um, all right, all right. Is this about checking blood pressures?
1: No. Delete. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right.
0: Definitely not. Um, so, um, let's say we're we're gonna do this this two sided. So, uh, do it from from each side. So, let's say you I know, have a patient come into you as a new patient. Mm -hmm. Um, they've got whatever works somewhere, let's say, um, whatever, they've got a crown on number 30, um, you know, cemented within the last few years. Um, and, um, you notice that it has, uh, recurrent decay. Mm -hmm. Um, like obviously that's something that insurance isn't going to pay for right cuz it's it's too new right um what what do you how do you handle that what do you tell that patient and you know like you know that patient when saw john like you know john's a solid guy and you know that he just wants to take care of patients right
1: yeah uh well like anything else i just tell him what i see It's like yeah. hey this is big it ass nose they're like i got this done 2 years ago oh um you know I, I wasn't there, so I don't know what happened, but like if this was my crown, like I'd want to take a look at it. I don't want to marry someone to you know replacing it and say like, oh yeah, just go back to John John' will fucking replace it for you. Yeah, but I just try to get him to go back there follow up on it because if it was me in that situation, I'd probably be like, yeah, I don't love this. Let's just redo it.
0: so the say the say the patient's like, nah, um, you're my you're my dentist now. Do All right, you give me fifteen hundred dollars? Do you that that's your that's your approach? I right? give me fifteen hundred dollars.
1: Well, I just you know I'm just gonna send them to the consult with it. It's just like it's kind of up to them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's flip the flip the script then. Um. Say you did whatever. Say you did.
1: Oh. Uh, I fucked up a crown is what you're telling me.
0: <laughs> no. So you did a crown and and that patient goes to John. Uh-huh. and John calls you and he's like, hey Paul, um, you know, I know you just did this round for this patient, you know, within the last, you know, year, two years, three years, whatever. Um it's got recurrent decay on it, and we just like we just want to make it right for that patient. Um what do you do you take ownership of that crown that you know say i don't know whatever say has an open margin somewhere um and there's a current decay around that margin or you know whatever an open contact develop and there's decay on the distal um how do you what do you do there do you be like nope they paid me for that that was two years ago they can eat it they can pay you fifteen hundred dollars for a new one or they can I mean, come back here and get it redone. Two years is like a,
1: t- such a weird thing. It is a I mean,
0: weird time. That's why it's ethical, right?
1: Okay, yeah. Because I'm like, if it was like six months, it's just like, why don't we just come back here? I'll just fix it. Obviously, it's a thing. But I mean, I've I've had all sorts of stuff that when a two, two-year window has, has failed, but it's failed because like someone's eaten a strict diet of sawdust and sugar. <laughs> and, uh, you know... Like, filing on their teeth with their nail file when they get home and, you know, they never come to a (laughs) hygiene visit. It's like, yeah, you can pay for two crowns. I mean, there's a patient component in there, but if they've been a regular uh, patient and they come in and they do their exams and whatnot, like if I catch something I did two years ago on a recall that doesn't look right, I just replace it. No. I think the weirder letdown in a situation like that is it's like, what went bad in the relationship that they're not coming back to you two years later you know why yeah, aren't you mean, right that, your that, open mean yeah i mean yeah you
0: know, and it could be maybe that you know john's practice yeah and that's, so, i mean if, Medford, somebody, it, if John and, called me
1: and was like hey this crown has an open margin i'd be like oh
3: it's crazy
1: yeah like uh you know let, let them know uh that we'd love to take a look at it and yeah. you know go from there and uh, if he doesn't want to tell the patient no, that, I would just have my front call them and say like, "Hey, we saw Doctor Lee, and he told us this. We'd like to take a look at that for you, uh, no charge," and then just kind of go from there. But I mean, it's it's really going to be different for you know every patient,
3: I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily think that there's you know right or wrong answer. I think I know what I would do. Yeah, I
1: just try to never throw anyone under the bus, and it's like I appreciate people not throwing me under the bus. Although sometimes that happens,
0: it does. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, I try, I try really, really hard not to do that. But unless, unless they went to Mexico, unless
1: it's just someone you don't like,
0: no, unless they went to Mexico, and then I I I will throw Mexico
1: uh, under the bus although a, you know honestly I've seen some good ass fucking dentistry come out of I've Mexico. seen some
0: great i've seen yeah I've seen some great dentistry come out of Mexico but i have a and I've know, pulled
1: out a lot of other dentistry
0: yeah I have a patient that got a full mouth rehab done full mouth of zirconia crowns done in Mexico for uh just under eight grand um and I'm now redoing it. The weird thing to me, as he said, that patient told me that the place he went in Mexico sent his work to a lab in San Diego. Huh. And I looked at him and I was like, honestly, I don't know what deal they have worked out, but my lab bill would have been more than eight grand to send that to a lab in the U.S.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: Yeah, it was super weird. I don't know if they were paying the San Diego lab in pesos or... (laughs) What they were doing. I don't
1: know, but it's one of those things too. It's like patients never know what the fuck is happening. Like, just because they say it doesn't necessarily mean that that was a thing that happened. They could have said, uh, oh, we're sending him to San Diego, but Diego is just a guy that lives on (laughs) Sandpiper Avenue down the street or something. (laughs) Making it in his basement. Yeah. Um, It's crazy too because I feel like. I'll have people that go to, to Mexico and they come in and they hate the work that was done. And I look at it and it's like, Oh, this, this looks pretty good. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm pretty, pretty happy with this. Like, you know, whatever. But then we have people that come in and it's like all their implants are failing, you know, they they got crowns that turned brown for some reason, you know, like just this horrible <laughs> stuff. And it's like, yeah, this needs to come out. This needs to be replaced, you know, whatever. And they're like, no, this is the best dentistry I've ever received.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
1: like, all right. Like, okay. See when I press here, that white goo that shoots out of your gums? <laughs> that ain't normal, homie.
0: <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Yeah.
1: People die from that. <laughs> uh, like, you've heard of Ludwig's, Ludwig Beethoven? Like, let me tell you about <laughs> Ludwig, Angina.
0: And giant
1: what ad, what is it angina now
0: oh no I don't I don't remember stuff potato tomato I just like <laughs> to say angina yeah yeah
1: um you want to hit some reddit
0: yeah let's do that okay okay
1: I, I I was pulling some earlier while I was waiting for you I alluded to this one earlier I just I liked the title so we're diving in it says okay. removing nicotine stains with a file hi. I've been pretty self-conscious about the nicotine staining on my teeth for a while now. I have been smoking for 15 years. I know, I know. And I have pretty bad tartar stains. I got frustrated last night and took a metal nail file. I boiled it prior to avoid bacteria slash infection to the stains at the base of my teeth. And surprisingly, it was very effective and didn't completely remove the stains, but did significantly reduce them a lot. They went from chocolate in color to a very light tan. Um, this goes on like it's really long, but they're they're asking if they should continue to do that.
0: Um sure.
1: No, that's bad <laughs> advice. Don't fucking file your teeth dude, with a nail
0: file. Dude, I'm the worst.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Literally the worst. Like I my patients that, <laughs> that like you chew just want to want to
1: do their crowns later.
0: My patients are like chew or smoke. They look at me, they're like, I know, I know. You're going to give me a lecture on how I shouldn't do that, and it's bad for me. I'm like, no, you're an adult, you make your own decisions. If you have issues, let me know. If you ever have a sore sore that won't go away, let me know, because that's cancer. But, like, also.
1: If you want me to prescribe you Shantix or something, like. I will not do that.
0: You won't? No. You don't know that story? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, there was a dentist right after Shantix came out there was a dentist that was prescribing it for tobacco cessation and one of his patients committed suicide Sorry. and the family sued the dentist and they ruled that it was out of his scope of practice. And I I'd think be like it wasn't. You,
1: you see this CSA that the Oregon school of dentistry made me get on tobacco cessation. You, you, did you have to sit through a lecture where the periodontist told you he had a hundred percent success rate with smoking cessation?
3: Cause he's a liar.
0: Yeah. December 1st,
3: 2013.
0: What? Uh, a Eugene woman whose husband killed the couple's son and himself has sued the dentist who prescribed her husband a nicotine cessation drug and the hospital that determined he was not a danger to himself two days before the slaying lane, LeMay stout, has sued dentist Matthew McLaughlin and Peace Health Sacred Heart Medical Center, University District Hospital, Jesus Christ, that's a long name, in Lane yeah. County. Uh, I know where that is. Uh, yeah.
1: I only ever prescribed that for an employee, that's, as far as I know she didn't murder, murder anyone.
0: That's safe. Um. Yeah. So I would I, if you want to. You know what? Yeah. I'm all, okay. I'm, I'm, well, now that I know
1: that, I yeah. think that's a story that I will tell them and be like, "You should see your normal people
0: doctor." Yeah. Exactly. And they can get enough sued. people trying to sue
1: me without <laughs> you adding to it. It's um so But seriously, <laughs> guy, filing your teeth, stop that. Um, just go to Amazon, type in Profi Kit, and you can use, at least use a dental instrument, but it. <laughs> Probably just go to the fucking hygienist and let her on it yeah. and it'll come off yeah yep okay and, here's a here is another one had a tooth filled and my teeth clean this morning can I drink a beer now eight hours later
0: yes you yeah can drink. I, I
1: thought you'd have a much more enthusiastic oh, answer. I was you gonna... like your beer.
0: I was going to say the fact that you haven't already drank a beer is surprising to me, but I don't know this human, so. Yeah, you could
1: drink a beer during that filling just so long as we keep the surface dry.
0: Yeah, as long as you drink it through a straw. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Yeah,
1: if you, that's like the straw thing. You have an extraction, apparently don't drink through a straw. That's bullshit, by the way. Is it? Um, Yeah. There's Mm -hmm. no study on that. That's just oh. an old wives' tale. That's just something that we say.
0: Alright, well, I'm gonna... Should they not smoke? Yeah, sm-
1: smoking increases your incidence of, like, dry socket and shit because it, it's the nicotine and the angiogenesis thing. But, mm-hmm. like, if you drink like, water or soda or whatever, a straw, it, it's not going to create enough suction to do anything. Now, if you're trying to, like, suck down thick milkshakes with like a tiny straw that that might fuck you up, but Hmm. normal straw use is probably okay.
0: Like maybe an old wife.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. That's what I'm here for.
0: (laughs) Comedic relief. True.
1: Okay. This one getting a hygienist job with face tattoos I'm still in school right now, but recently had a friend pointed out that they've never seen anyone working in dentistry with tattoos like mine. I have tattoos everywhere, including my face, hands, neck, etc. None are offensive, graphic, or controversial. No nudity, profanity, political statements, gore, etc. But I worry that I won't be able to find an actual job once I'm done with school because of my features. Part of why I have them is to cover up heavy scarring all over my body, and I'm not willing to get them removed. The other part of their history is that my husband is a tattoo artist, and a lot of their practice over the years has been tattooing me, so the artwork is sentimental. Do any of you all have visible tattoos? Do you know anyone in the field who does? What's the general opinion?
0: What do you do with your tattoos, Paul?
1: Uh, nothing, really. Like, if uh, I usually wear a white coat. Which, which covers a lot of them and protects mm-hmm. me from blood splatter. I think we've talked about before. But mm-hmm. I have tattoos on my fingers and stuff. And I've got a tattoo on the back of my neck. So I'm like, you know, mine aren't like crazy in your face, but they're noticeable. And yeah. I've had maybe two patients in three years ever say anything negative about it.
0: I, so, I mean, I've got the one on my forearm and I... Mm-hmm. I thought you didn't say forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the one on my forehead. It's a dentist. Um, here, dentist here with an arrow down. Um, and I I just stopped covering it. Like I've been wearing a lot of, I've been wearing a lot of scrubs and I don't necessarily wear a lab coat. I'll wear a lab coat if I'm doing some su- something super bloody, but I don't wear a lab coat just because I get too hot. And I've also mm-hmm. started wearing a lot of like golf polos and jeans a lot. Like uh, who is that one teacher, that really nice guy that we had in school, professor. I can see his face. Really tall and skinny, skinny. But he always looked uh, like
3: khakis
0: oh, yeah, in a golf polo. Yeah. I'm like oh. <laughs> I can see him. <laughs> camera not his name. Uh but I've like started to adapt that and I used to be yeah. really self conscious of my tattoo, but I don't care anymore. If you don't like me because I have a tattoo, then you can find a different dentist anyway. Yeah. And I actually had a patient the other day. We were getting over his appointment. He's like, I think that's really cool that you have a tattoo and that you're proud enough to show it off. Like, you don't try and hide it. And I was like, thank you. Like, it took me five years to get here, but it's cool to like, and he was like an older guy too. He was like in his 70s. Mm-hmm. That was cool. So, would you
1: hire a hygienist such as this person?
0: Oh, I don't care what tattoos you have. Like, honestly, yeah. as long as you're a good human and you're not making, like you don't have those tattoos because you made really poor life decisions that to affect my business. Um, and even if you did, if you're reformed, like you're not making those dumb life decisions anymore, like I'll give you a shot. Like we're all humans.
1: Yeah. And I, th- I think one of the things too is like, just because, like, if you, I, I don't know, this gives no about location or anything like that, but if you, like, happen to live somewhere that's, like, ultra-conservative and you're like, I'm never going to be able to get a job here, um, I have definitely seen a number of uh, uh, people in dentistry and in hygiene, uh, you know, in the Pacific Northwest that have visible tattoos. and I don't think it affects their ability to earn a wage. So just, you know, it's one of those things, like...
0: Well. Yeah. You might
1: have to be open to moving, but there's definitely people that would hire you.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, are you also are you gonna like you gotta kinda gotta kinda know your audience, right? Like are you gonna get a job in like a really uppity cosmetic practice? Like maybe not. But is that really a place that anybody in the world wants to work anyways? Probably not. I don't know. Because it's like you
1: talked <laughs> about those ultra cosmetic places. Like a lot of them do that fucking like microblading and tattoo eyebrow shit. You know what I mean?
0: Really? I, not I was, like
1: dental places. I, I'm, oh. I'm thinking like beauty spa things.
0: Oh, I was, th- I was thinking like, you know. Ultra aesthetic practices that are driven towards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I like realized that.
1: that after you said it. Yeah. I was like, oh, what I'm saying doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah.
0: Like a Hollywood Hills practice. Like, are you gonna go? Yeah. You know, probably not. But also, no one wants to work there anyway, so don't worry about it. Go, f- <laughs> go find, go find, go find a job that that fits you as a human. And who cares about your tattoos?
1: All right, last one here. <laughs> I just think it's funny. This one's from the dental school. Reddit. In private practice, can a patient sue you for not finishing a crown after four visits? After four appointments with this patient, I'm still not done with this patient's crown. I know this is acceptable in dental school, but what about in private practice? Can patients sue you if you take too many visits to finish a procedure? I'm in the U.S., by
0: the way. Um, I mean... Well I mean I the bad news they'd...
1: is yeah they could they can sue you but they can sue you for any reason at any time. It doesn't yeah. mean that'll it'll, it'll go through. I don't think they're gonna win the your slow as fuck lawsuit. But <laughs> when you get out of school, you won't you won't be doing crowns in
3: four visits.
0: <laughs> I hope. <laughs> okay, but seriously, can we talk about for a minute like what what do you do over four visits on a crown? Oh, well,
1: he probably, they only gave him that nail file that the nicotine remover got. (laughs) He's just been filing on that tooth for 12 hours.
0: (laughs) Like That is literally 12 hours of drawing on a tooth. How does that tooth not need endo? yeah i don't know like did they like get him numb the first appointment and the second appointment they got him numb <laughs> again and then they made the temporary matrix and then the third appointment they started drilling but they only got halfway through and the fourth appointment they finished drilling and then the fifth appointment they have to bring him back and take an impression and that impression's going to suck so they have to bring him back for a sixth appointment to actually take yeah. an impression
1: i don't it was well, it's, it's one of those things like think about Like, like, let's say, let's give the benefit of the doubt and be like, he wasn't nail filing a tooth for 12 hours. So let's say he prepped it in one, but then faculty's like, Oh, come back and do the impressions. Now second visit, they're taking the impression. Now the impression goes to the the fucking the lab. And Kim's like, "Eh, (laughs) you even know what you're asking the lab to do. Take another impression. So you bring him back for another impression and then you're seating the crown on the fourth visit. As I have fucking had that happen in dental school more than once.
0: I mean, I've had I've had crowns Four's that took four I've had four appointments, or crowns that took four appointments in practice. Um, you know, Hopefully
1: not three-hour visits, though.
0: No, no. We, we schedule everything <laughs> for four hours. Um, it's all morning. <laughs> um but you know you prep it and you get a shade and then the shade's wrong so you get another shade and then the shade oh yeah wrong. yeah so like you're and sending it back and stuff. you finally get smart and you're like i'm gonna send you to the lab so they can shade match this and then you send it to the lab and that's you know and then we're delivering the crown i haven't done that since like you know my first year of practice because now i've something interior and I even have a question about it. I'm like can you drive two blocks and go to the lab so that they can shade match this and they're like yeah sounds great I'm like perfect. Oh that's cool. Yeah that's one thing that's one thing that is really nice about the lab that I use is it's two blocks away. Yeah I
1: like that uh on the trios, you know you can just take that high death photo and just be like um, here, here's a photo. Shade, uh-huh. Feed, uh-huh. Shade, uh-huh. Hey what are you doing? What are you eating?
0: I haven't done that, but I have used the shade match feature and I'm gonna be really curious to see how it does.
1: Yeah, I've the thing about that is it's like, you know, you click on one area of the tooth and it's like A2, and then you click slightly to the left and it's like C two. So it's like I don't I don't know about this, but there's like like a thing where you can actually take a photo and then you can tell them to shade match the photo, which is pretty sweet.
0: I like the Vita 3D guide better than the, the Vita Classic. And mm-hmm. the one thing I've noticed is if you click around on that tooth and you click different spots, like, it'll say, mm-hmm. you know, A2, C2, but then it'll almost always say the same M number. So it'll be always be, like, 5M1. Like, you'll click in those four yeah, spots, and yeah. it be 5M1 every time. And it's like, okay, 5M1 it is. Well, oh. uh well played, yeah. So we'll see Hold when on. I deliver. My buddy eight, that's been doing
1: it, me.
0: Yeah, my buddy has been doing it. Says that it's been spot on, but and we are over our forty-five minutes that we agreed to. Paul, we're at fifty-six. You
1: okay? So you you were correct. I don't know how long we are because on my end we're an hour and five minutes, but I think I have ten minutes sitting here with my thumb in my ass.
0: So, uh,
1: are you watching? Uh, House of the Dragon? No. Why the fuck not?
0: Because uh, I have twins. Damn it! That's I don't a, that's get a to really watch good a excuse. What? Um, I'm trying. How to are look. they
1: going to learn about like incest and the Targaryen regime?
0: I have no idea. Okay. Um, but did you know today is National V Day? I didn't know that. Yeah. It's also National Sober Day.
1: Mm, don't get a filling done, then you can't have your beer.
0: You can't have your beer. Uh, it's also National Rosa Tequila Day. So there you go. There's your days for today. Ooh, okay. Okay. Um, I haven't been watching. What did, what did we watch? I just watched School of Rock because I wanted to feel 12. Okay. I was um, like, with Jack Black? But... Yeah. Okay. Um, what else? We finally that's finished a, The Resident that was that's nice. been one I've been talking We're about working for, on a that for a while yep um,
1: they're making a sequel of that it's called The Specialist Student
0: <laughs> um, We, uh, Steve Carell has a new show out um, called, the, called The Patient um, it's on Hulu it's very slow and it's very weird um I don't know if
1: ver- I
0: like it. I hate patients. It's very weird to see him play a serious role. Um, mm. but he's like a therapist, and uh, his patient is nuts and, and spoiler alert. he like gets kidnapped by his patient, and it's like this whole thing and it's just like the whole show takes place in one room. It's very strange um, but. I'm curious to see where it goes. Like, hooks you with the slow melodramaticness.
3: Yeah,
1: we're in, like, I don't know, big fantasy epics right now. Because the other thing we're watching is uh, the Lord of the Rings um, Mm. show as well on Amazon, which is really pretty to look at, but I don't know what the fuck is happening at all.
0: (laughs) Subtitles, man.
1: No, I mean, even with subtitles, I was just like, I don't, when does this take place who's that is am I supposed to know who that is I think I've heard that name before Eiseldorf <laughs> is that did he kill Sarah
0: <laughs> something about a dwarf
1: who's this wizard yeah it's very it's very confusing <laughs> but it's very pretty so I don't know pretty is nice and then we're yeah. going to that supernatural convention so we're watching that now
0: yeah don't no, we we haven't had a whole lot of time for a lot, which is actually kind of nice because we were getting pretty TV'd out. So it's nice to be busy. Yeah,
1: Well, we're, we're trying to cram everything in right now before, before the baby come.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll go hang out with Kate and I'm going to go make sure that Julia's is still alive.
1: Okay. Uh, I really hope that when we return next, next time we, we don't find out that she wasn't alive.
0: Yeah. Oh. Well, cliffhanger.
1: Tell her I said hi, pet your twins All right. for me.
0: All right. Talk to you later. I'll later, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try it again. Let me try it
3: again. Okay.
2: Tonight I'm feeling strong Jim Beam giving me the right to do wrong I'm giving you exactly one minute to find a clean dress and get your ass in it I know what I'm gonna do I'm getting drunk with all without you Yeah, I'm getting drunk with all without you Well, I'm tired of sitting around this chicken shack Hell, gonna hit the bar, gonna drink my Got a vacant lot in the middle of my belly. Good times a few, and I need many. Maybe you can come along too. But I'm getting drunk with all without you. Yeah, I'm getting drunk with all without. Maybe we should stay at home, leave our well enoughs alone, call our mothers on the phone. mama, you ever found a $20 bill underneath a stack of trash cans? My favorite bar is down the road. I'm gonna drink you pretty, you beautiful toad. Coal the wild is ringing in my ear. There's a worm in a bottle screaming, get me out of here. Know what I gotta do? I'm getting drunk with all without you. Yeah, I'm getting drunk with all without you. That's right, I'm getting drunk with all without you.